Hey, welcome to Hey Ass Butt. Welcome to the 10th season of Hey Ass Butt, a supernatural podcast. Hey. Here we are. Who? Here we are. Who thought we would have made here. it here? Hey. Who would have thought, huh? Huh? Not us. Not us. Not me. Uh, here we are, possibly against our will. Possibly. Um, possibly. Pro- probably? Perhapsably? So, probably. In this beginning part, we're going to talk about the return of a series that, that no everyone one, thought that everyone thought was dead. No that one no one thought it, no one thought it was going to come back. I of course mean Hunter Hunter. Oh my God, Hunter oh, Hunter yeah. is coming back. Yeah, it is. It is uh, coming back. I take back what I said. To- Everybody asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> he's do- he he's doing like ten more chapters. He's gonna like do a. a- like another big big 10 chapter book oh shit yeah yeah is is he finishing it i don't know yeah oh my god hopefully he is yeah Yeah. i i rather hope he does yeah yeah. see no one thought i was gonna slip in this sort of you haka show reference into this I mean, you Hakusho adjacent, I guess. Yeah, it's it's actually funny you mention that because I have been rewatching bits and pieces of you Hakusho. God, it's so good. It's uh, specifically the Three Kings arc, which is the weakest arc of the series, in my personal correct opinion, but does have some pretty dope moments and some pretty cool characters. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard Um, not to like some of those weirder episodes at the end. Yeah. You know, I was actually also thinking about Yu Yu Hakusho because I love Yu Yu Hakusho, but the creator, um, oh my gosh, I cannot remember his name, but he hated doing the series by the end. That's why it ends so abruptly. And it's just kind of, it's a little heartbreaking when you love something so much and its creator is like, fuck that. I hate it. (laughs) I don't want to think about it. Was he just like over it at that point? I think that just, I think part of it is just being a mangaka, especially with a very successful Shonen Jump show, is just kind of difficult. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's it's a lot of stress. It's a lot of people um, putting, like, pressure on you. You have a lot of expectations. Yoshihiro Tagashi is his name. Um, you know, it's, it's, you have a lot of expectations, you have a lot of people who kind of feel like they own the characters you put out into the world and the story you put out into the world. Yeah. And when something happens that they don't approve of, like, obviously there's more of that today than there was back when the series was being published in the late eighties and early nineties. But, um, and I think that all of that just got to him. And I think that just by the end of it, he, he says that he felt like physically sick writing the series. Yeah. So, um, and also part of that could be, you know, uh, Tagashi has health problems. Mm-hmm. I don't know how far back these health problems have gone, but that's part of the reason why Hunter Hunter, um, for a while, it looked like Hunter Hunter wasn't going to continue or finish at all because of these health problems. And in fact, his wife, who is the creator of Sailor Moon, um, was learning his art style so that she could continue it if something happened. Yeah. So, Oof. Wow. Yeah. Um, also, it will never not tickle me that the creator of Sailor Moon and the creator of uh, Hunter Hunter slash Yu Hakusho are married. And that uh, the creator of Sailor Moon is like this super suave, hot, 
fashionable lady and Yoshihiro Tagashi lives like a gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a character like in the sort of middle of Hunter Hunter that is modeled after him. Yeah. He I've seen, like, images of him and his living situation before he got married, and it is very much like a, bitch, you live like this? And then also, in addition to that, it's very, this is a man who has <laughs> licked mustard off of his own shirt. Do you know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is a human being who saw that he had some ketchup on his shirt and was like, I was actually saving this. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to have so, french fries later. <laughs> yeah. Um, and honestly, I love him for it. 100%. Yeah. And I think their relationship is super cute. And I think they're both very talented uh, artists and storytellers. All right, let's get to the series that's coming back that nobody fucking wanted, except for <laughs> Jensen Ackles and the CW, apparently. Yeah, I, I straight up, I'm convinced that this is just a Jensen Ackles vanity project. I'm, I'm convinced yeah. this is a fucking dream slash nightmare I'm having. I ha- I just watched the trailer. Yeah, I it's have dropped. An it's question. happening, baby. Yes. When the f- I know it, like, the, sh- the story being told to us takes place in the 70s. When does the story of the story being told take place like that's what i was wondering too where and when the fuck is dean so yeah when what what timeline is dean in where he is doing this the trailer has to be um so the trailer is narrated by jensen ackles as dean being like i don't know much about my parents story but i'm gonna find out and here's what i choose to believe I choose to believe that this actually takes place uh, during season 10. (laughs) (laughs) The season that we're watching right now. Does that make any fucking sense? No, it doesn't. Why the fuck? I I mean, I think it takes place between season 9 and season 10. So Dean is a demon and he's, you know, doing his little girls trip with Crowley. And he's also like, now that I have the time, now that that bitch ass Sam isn't with me, I'm gonna research my my history. And he starts writing in a diary about it. He's got his little diary, and he researches his parents' relationship. <laughs> um, and what he finds totally contradicts uh, what he was told <laughs> slash what yeah. we were told. Yeah, okay. By so that's, reputable that's sources. <laughs> Is that yeah exactly? Their fucking so, parents. <laughs> We know things about John and Mary's relationship from the canon of Supernatural. We do indeed. And yes. it seems like that they have just taken that knowledge and thrown it right into the garbage. They oh, you did. mean like uh, the canon of Supernatural over the entirety of the, of the series? <laughs> <laughs> even from season to season, sometimes, just, uh, episode, yeah, to sometimes right. episode to episode, minute to minute even, yeah. <laughs> occasionally. Yeah, yeah. Right in the garbo. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, the whole time I was just like, you know, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but also, well, the series this directly conflicts with the canon that was set up in season five. The series yeah. was never going to work the way they wanted to do it, which is this like epic love story between Mary and John where they're both hunting buddies and blah, blah, blah. It was never going to fucking work with the canon that exists in the show. Because the canon that exists in Supernatural is that uh, uh, John and Mary get married. John and Mary get married. Blah, blah, blah. So they meet. They're dating. They meet outside of a movie theater. Um, he says something, like, flirty to her. She flirts back. They decide to go on a date. I know in the show we get a description of their first date. I just don't remember what it is right now. Nothing to do with finding a demon or anything like that, right? It's just a very normal date. No supernatural shit happens. Completely normal fucking date. And then uh, we get the knowledge that shortly after they met, John died and Mary's dad was possessed by a demon and the demon was like, hey, I'll bring John back if you let me come into your house, you know, six months after your second son is born so that I can poison him with demon blood. And she's like, bet. And then John comes back to life. And then they have a pretty okay marriage until after like Dean and Sam are born. Or maybe they have problems before that. We don't know. But they have like marriage issues. They fight all the time. Mary is not happy being like a stay-at-home mom it sounds like or at least she's not happy in her relationship with john which i can totally buy because john kind of fucking sucks and then mary dies and that's when john figures out all that supernatural shit yeah like i would go as far as to say whatever the course of this series runs however many episodes the two. last episode, <laughs> two <laughs> half a season. I'll give him. I'll give whatever, him ten episodes. Whatever the run, unless it stops literally mid season and they don't have it gets canceled so fast that they don't have time to finish it. The ending will be John gets his memory erased. That's my prediction. See, I also feel in my heart of hearts that's the route they will go, but I personally think they should just commit to the retcon and let that lie. Yeah, I feel that. If you're going to retcon it, just fucking retcon it. Like, okay, yeah, John knew about it, and Mary and John were this badass, supernatural fighting couple, and actually they had a great relationship with, you know, no serious issues, and they weren't about to get divorced before Mary died, blah, blah, blah. Like, just have it be that. Just let it be that, and let it end there. Um, And John was interested about what happened to his dad, being a man of letters. Yeah. Um, One thing that I'm interested in, and I feel like we discussed it when the the relevant episode came up in our watch, but in, in that episode where we see, like, Dean tampering with or attempting to like make sure that his parents get married in the 70s or whatever um I I feel like we discussed whether or not that was actually history or if that was just a pocket dimension that had been created with that situation in mind oh yeah for Dean to like to like explain something to Dean and I wonder if that just the story of John and Mary has just been told to us, the audience, through unreliable narrators. 
See. And that's how they can explain away. I mean, that it's basically an explanation I'm telling myself yeah. to make it work for my brain and how I want it to be. That is a nice theory, and I'm glad that you get to live in a fantasy world. But unfortunately, the canon does not allow you to have that, because John does not find out about supernatural shit through Mary dying. He actually, okay, so he suspects, right? So Mary dies. Oh, oh. he dies. He finds out about supernatural stuff because he went to uh, Montgomery. Or Missouri, yeah. Missouri, yeah. yeah. Missouri is the person who tells him about the existence of demons and yada, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Not, he, you know, he he was like, oh, my wife was pinned to the ceiling and then she caught on fire. That's not normal. But he wasn't like, hashtag confirmed. He was searching for answers. And Missouri's the person who sits him down and explains all that shit to him. That's season one, baby. Like, John doesn't know. John does not know about the supernatural until that conversation with Missouri happens. And then he learns how to be a hunter. Um, He definitely does not know that Henry was in the men of letters. I don't even know if he knows the men of letters exists. Right. Well, no, maybe. (sighs) Honestly, I don't, I don't remember. I don't think he did. I don't think he did, but I could be wrong on that. I mean, I would say the evidence points to a, a, a solid maybe. Because maybe that's why he had his storage units the way he did, like full of random bullshit. Um, uh, as I like, like to think John's just a hoarder. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah, I don't know. I, I there, there's like mil- with as long as Supernatural has run, uh, there's a million different things you can say to yeah. explain the retcons. But it looks very hokey and very CW. Um, it's definitely one of the most CW things I've ever seen. I want to yeah. talk about the things I'm interested in in the trailer and the things that I think are so dumb and do not give me good hope for the show. First of all, uh, Ben, tell Travis what you were telling me before we got before he got on the call about how you believe that actress could. Oh, uh, I think the the. Fucking, oh, what's her name? Mary Winchester, the lady that plays her, could grow up to be Samantha Smith. I don't believe that the dude that is supposed to play John is supposed to grow up and be fucking, uh, yeah, that guy. I do the not guy see that it. they had, the guy that they had in that, uh, season five episode was way better. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, John in this series, I'm pretty sure his hair is brown, but Jeffrey Dean Morgan's hair is just darker. Yeah, like, it's, like almost it's, black. Yeah, it's almost it's, it gets pretty dark. Um, also, I hated how he had his hair styled. Yeah, he's ex-military. I feel like his hair should be shorter, even for the seventies. And then, mm. but even if it's like, oh well, he grew it out after he got out of the military. It's not a seventies style. That's actually one of the things that I was like, this show is set in the seventies. Why is it like? Why is the trailer like this? There's barely anything 70s. Yeah, it's it's set in the 2020 70s. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. I understand that they don't want to go like full 70s show, and they do have some stuff. There's this character who has my entire heart and is honestly the thing I'm most excited for, Carlos, who has like mm. the Scooby-Doo van, and he's got long hair, and he name drops, you know, Janis Joplin and Jim Morrison when he does his um, genuflect, which I... That was hilarious. And by hilarious, I mean 
that was something that I saw that I did not hate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And also, Carlos may make the entire show worth it. He, I hope he's in every episode. I actually I, hope the show is about him. I fucking I, hope so. Yeah, I, <laughs> I want if, nothing but Carlos. I want a Carlos body pillow. Like, that's what I want right now. <laughs> if anything, I can get behind this show having Scooby-Doo vibes. If it winds up oh being more about John and Mary's friends than actually John and Mary and like their whole like group or whatever, yeah, I would be down with that. I would be down for the Scooby Dooness of that. Here's what I hope for Carlos. I hope that he becomes one half of this show's Destiel. <laughs> yeah. I hope. I hope that teenage girls call him breedable. That is what I hope. Oh, God, please, no. Oh. Please, <laughs> give that to me. He deserves it. I mean, those are the vibes I'm getting, yeah. I hope that he gets to, like, build his career off the back of this fucking show the way that minor actors from Supernatural have done. Please, God, please give that to me. Um, It's been, it's been such a hard be... fucking year. Please give that to me. Would it be John Lose or Car John? <laughs> no, 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 not with John. Not with John. I don't like. I don't oh, like, not with John. No, we're gonna get him a different guy to right, be okay. half of the Destiel. Preferably me a supernatural creature because that's like, like Cass is an angel, and what I'm saying is Carlos oh, is see. the nicer Dean, human guy, human half of that pairing. Ari, I hear you. I see you. Your <laughs> thoughts are valid. Please, I want it. Do you want to hear? the character or do you want to hear their combined name and guess the character please pick the second one i want to hear i want to do the second one rarlos wait say that again rarlos oh my god you want to guess rar is it rarlos it's not Scooby, is it? That's mean. No, that is, that's hilarious, but mean. <laughs> <laughs> so mean, Ben. Why would you make me guess that? What is who's, who's Rar supposed to be? Rufus. No! <laughs> no! First of all, Rar and Rue are two different sounds. I oh, wanted to say sense. Rar like the dinosaur sound. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Do you think we'll see young Bobby? I fucking uh, hope so. Holy shit. Please. Could be, another hey, it, reason to be excited about this show. It could be Barlos. I will absolutely accept a retcon of when John and Bobby met if it means that I get to see young Jen Beaver shoot mm-hmm. John like in the leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That has to be a scene, right? Honestly, definitely. The biggest issue I have with how they're going to retcon this show is they're going to retcon a lot about John's character and make him into a much more squeaky clean person, and I would be fine with that if this included sort of like a, hey, here's a character, here's character development to show how John got to where he is. I just feel like yeah. they're not going to do that. The, no, they're yeah, not. Probably not. Oh, also another thing that really annoyed me about the trailer, the fact that there's no 70s music in it, despite the fact that it's set in the 70s, and there were there was classic rock all over Supernatural. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, it's called the Winchesters. When I think it should be called Winchester and Campbell. <laughs> or Wamble, sorry. I don't apologize for that. 
I mean, it, it's called the Winchesters, definitely for marketing purposes only. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, Winchester and, and Campbell sounds kind of like a law show, and there's already so many of those. I mean, how truly, how many monster-based hunting shows are there? I mean, s- several if you expand the definition of monster-based hunting shows. That's why I was giggling, but yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Charmed, technically. Yeah. October Faction, that's a new one. Legacies, maybe? I truly yeah. have not seen. Umbrella Academy nice. has those vibes. I just started that, and it's pretty dope. Nice. Um... Oh, another thing that about the trailer that I'm not... Uh, it's a neutral element, although I think it's kind of funny. Supernatural pilot started with one dad missing. This pilot has two missing dads. We already know what happened to Henry. He got zapped into the fucking future uh, and died there and never mm. got to see his son grow into a piece of shit. But also, Grandpa Campbell's missing. I... Sadly, we also know what happens to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's something about this trailer that I'm like, mm, I'm not super jazzed. Half the mysteries they set up have already been answered. Yeah. And then the other half is like, well, even if they save Grandpa Soup Can, it doesn't matter because we know what's going to happen to him. We saw him die, and then we saw him come back to life, be a piece of shit, and then die again. <laughs> Great! Super excited! Like, Supernatural... Say what you will about the first season of Supernatural. At least the pilot had a really strong hook. I wanted to know more about what was going to happen to Sam and Dean because Jess died in the same way that Mary did. Yeah. And yes, I was 14, and maybe I wouldn't be as impressed by that sort of hook today if I saw it, like, as a 31-year-old. But when I was 14, I was like, holy shit, mind blown. I have to know what happens. I mean, I can tell you, seeing it as a, god, how how old was I when we started this? 26? Something like that. Yeah, seeing it as a 26-year-old was, uh, it was like, yeah, I mean, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> have we ever watched the trailer for supernatural uh, like the 2004 trailer yes no, i don't think so what, is there one there should uh, there's gotta give be me a right? second yeah i feel like there, there definitely is first of all tv promos existed in 2004 so oh yeah for sure so, uh i mean like i don't know i'm season one trailer I feel like I don't I feel think like we ever if I have. click on one of these, it's going to be a fan-made thing. Here's a comment from... It, it looks real? Yeah, this looks like something that aired. Uh, here's Supernatural Season 1 with a WB logo on it, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
here's a trailer or a comment from the trailer that I found uh, to all of you people in the comments asking, should I start watching Supernatural? Yes, yes, you should. It's an amazing show from season one all the way to season 12. It's the perfect mix of humor, action, and drama with an awesome storyline and the most memorable characters you will ever see. Please, PLZ, if you haven't already, start watching it ASAP. I promise you won't regret it. Guys, I wish I had this person's positivity. <laughs> I, I want that in me. I don't know how to get it, but I want it. I remember uh, seeing... I think it's long dead in you, Ben. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're going to have to pull some supernatural bullshit and bring it back to life. Ba-da-ba-da. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Um, <laughs> have you salted its bones, Ben? They um, taste salty. I shared the Supernatural Season 1 Warner Brothers promo that I found, by the way, in our Discord. So if you become a patron for the low, low cost of $1 a month, you too could join that Discord and see the promo I just shared. You lucky dog. <laughs> um, what else about this trailer? The Winchester's trailer. The Winchester's trailer? Yeah. Hmm. What else did we talk uh, about it? Uh, just anything. I'll, I'll 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 say this: it has more people of color in it than like the entire first season of Supernatural did. Um, yeah, and they are going to be more important to the plot, at least recurring characters. Yeah. So I'll re- give you that. that is that is exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a positive. Um, mm-hmm. There there are more people of color in small town Lawrence in the 70s than there were like throughout the entire fucking United States in <laughs> 15 years. <laughs> Whatever. Is the lady that is working on the cars is that John's mom? Is that yeah, gran- is that Grandma Winchester? I think so. Yeah, we meet John's mom, and he's like, I want to know about Dad. Was he a hunter? And she's like, don't go down this path. Which makes me think he kind of, she kind of knows something. Which may, well, I mean, maybe she, she does. She was married to a man of letters. Yeah. I mean, yeah, how many letters is Winchester? Like seven? I can tell you that there's not an S in it. <laughs> I forgot, I forgot about that bit. <laughs> I forgot about it, too. <laughs> Holy shit. It's been so um, long. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm watching it again. Did they just find the bunker? I had truly have no idea. They spent a lot of time they, in crypts. This episode, yeah, they, this in like crypts has a or lot sewers. of crypts. It definitely seems like they are in the bunker or are in some kind of men of letters establishment. I feel like they're in a men of letters establishment. I also feel like they're an insane amount of clips for like the Midwest, right? Yeah. The Midwest does not mm-hmm. have this many fucking crypts running around. <laughs> they were built by demons. I don't know. Um, what else about this trailer? I don't know. I, I think this this shows a waste of time. I don't think anyone really wanted this. Um, uh. I think it's pretty shitty that Sam's not going to be, like, Jared's not going to be involved, it looks like. Well, Maybe we, he will be, but... We don't yeah, know that he's know. not. Maybe he will. That's yeah. true. We don't know that he's not, but... I, I will say that in the year of our Lord, Elon Musk, 2022, special effects has gotten way better. 
and I did yeah. just kind of jump around in the trailer, and I saw like the thing, like this. I think it's a demon, like shooting up smoke or some shit. Or yeah. Oh yeah, that did look pretty cool. That looked yeah. dope. There was also that monster that's like with the long fingers that we can't really see, but he's trying to touch John's face in the sewer. Oh, yeah. That yes. was pretty dope. The, that, that was like a real monster. That was that was a hey, that was a real monster, and not just a person with weird <laughs> eyes and glowing hands. I know. Yeah. I know. That was the other thing about this trailer that I was like, holy shit. Uh, definitely going to give the first episode a watch. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Yes, there is a monster. It is not just a person with weird eyes and glowing hands. It is a real, legitimate, like, David fucking Jones monster. And honestly, I'm pumped for that. Oh, I saw. I just saw another monster. Also, if they bring back... There's like a big bat dude. If they bring back the badass fight scenes that we were used to in early episodes of Supernatural, another reason for the show to exist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just hope the characters are more likable than uh, the later season Supernatural. It's... Yeah. Yeah. That is what I would like. I uh, so Jensen is a producer on this, and he seems to be narrating. Right. Yeah. Specifically, he's writing in a diary, and he's like, "How? When did this happen? My family? Blah 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 blah." I so, mean, from what I remember of the later seasons, I remember seeing that cooler. I want to say that that cooler exists in season fifteen. And boy, does it not make a lick of fucking sense at all. I don't remember a space and time where this can happen. This has to be post the end of the show. Which also doesn't make any fucking sense. I feel like, honestly, I don't even care. I don't care. I I didn't. First of all, I feel like this show is not going to last very long, although I could be wrong. Um, I feel like the show's not going to last very long. I feel like Dean, like, I don't think Jensen Ackles is going to narrate every episode. I think it'll be like they lead, that he leads in with the narration and maybe they drop him. Or at least, God, I hope they do, because yeah. this is not a show that requires voiceover, guys. This isn't yeah. Young Sheldon. I, I don't even know if Young Sheldon requires voiceover. I've never seen it. But um, there's this running gag about young Sheldon that I've heard where you can just say literally anything you want about the plot of young Sheldon mm-hmm. <laughs> and it'll make sense because no one has actually seen young Sheldon. It's a show that seems to have run for years and it baffles me how I'm pretty sure TV networks these days are just like, we're going to slap shit on the screen. Nobody's watching anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, I do, I think that this show is really going to last that long. Do I think that the fan fiction will be interesting? Yes. I hope so. Fuck. Do I think that most of the fan fiction will revolve around Carlos and whoever he gets paired with which realistically yes will probably be john at least in fanfic but like i don't want that to happen because i kind of really don't like the like the john that i saw in the trailer i'm just not very interested in him right now 
and I think his hair is stupid, and it really doesn't look very 70s to me, which I find very So, obvious. here's my question. Is your beef with this version of John that he just seems pretty milk toast? Yes. Yeah. Because, but yeah, also, that's what it is for me, but too. But also other reasons. <laughs> Yeah. So, yes, he does seem... Okay, so he kind of reminds me of... And this is just from the promo. I'll have a like, more developed opinion when I actually see the show. But he kind of reminds me of, like, an anime boy. Or, like, somebody who finds out that superheroes exist and then is just really jazzed about becoming a superhero. You know what I mean? Like, he just yeah. seems really mm-hmm. into becoming a hunter. And that doesn't feel very john to me it doesn't again, feel very supernatural john. it doesn't feel very supernatural like hunters usually get made either they're born into it like mary is mm-hmm. or it's because they have some traumatic fucking life event that introduces them to the fact that monsters exist it is a exactly. big running theme in the show yeah and John's traumatic life event is that his dad disappeared when he was a kid, which, fair, that's pretty fucking awful. I can't imagine going through something like that, but it didn't introduce him to Supernatural. It's been years. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't I don't know. And he just seems too happy about it from the promo, so I'm really hoping that's not a thing. And also, again, this, I've already met John, and the John I've met kind of fucking sucks. Like, he's yeah. a shitty dad. Yeah. I don't know if Mary was the best mom in the world, but at least she's dead for, you know, most of the series. I don't have a chance to get introduced to all of her shitty shit. Yeah. But John, I'm intimate. I'm intimately familiar with him and he he's fucking sucks. I know how his story ends and it's awful. Yeah, this it again, I think instead of this show, we should do what people need to do with Harry Potter, which is explore stories in the universe that have nothing to do with the characters. I love Sam and Dean. I would love, I would way prefer to have a show about Bobby and Rufus. I would prefer Wayward Sisters over the Winchesters. I'm honestly okay with, like, my issue is not necessarily that John, I know how John and Mary's story is going to end. My issue is is that the two mysteries they've set up in the promo are mysteries that we have answers to. Yeah, like that's that's what I find boring about it. Yeah, like yeah. I don't have a problem with. Okay, so Star Wars prequels. I've been rewatching Star Wars. Let's talk about the Star Wars prequels. So. The Star Wars prequels are not very good movies, but as I get older, I'm a lot kinder to them. And part of that is because I think they do the whole backstory of Anakin Skywalker correctly. Yeah. Because we get to see how he becomes Darth Vader. We didn't really know how he became Darth Vader. We knew that the Republic fell and we knew that something happened and Anakin became Darth Vader. But here we get to see that the Republic is really fucking corrupt, that the Jedi kind of fucking suck, that he was manipulated into it, that he was trying to save people. And yeah, a lot of it's stupid and it's poorly directed and poorly acted and the dialogue sucks, but there is an interesting story there. Mm-hmm. The seduction and fall of Anakin Skywalker is realistic and it's interesting and um, 
in that sense, that's a prequel story that I like don't mind, even though I know how it ends. I know it ends with him becoming Darth Vader and his redemption. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I am going to say that I will reserve the rest of my judgment until I actually see the pilot. Mm-hmm. And I will say that I do not have high hopes, but honestly, that's less the story and more, or like the actors and more, I just don't trust CW. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think that if I were going to give advice to them, I would say lean into the tragedy. You know, lean into the fact that these are kids fighting against something that's going to kill them. And I actually think they might do that. I think that that is something that kind of came up in the promo. And I think that might happen. Yeah. Um, do you want to hear a little bit of behind the scenes information that I've, I've been able to dig, dig, uh, dig up? Yes, I would love that. So, uh, in October 2020, it was announced that Jensen and his wife, Daniil, uh, had formed a new production company called Chaos Machine, which is a fucking cool name. It's a dope-ass name. Uh, they signed a multi-year deal with Warner Brothers Television. And then, last year of 20, uh, June of last year is when the Winchesters got announced for being in development by Chaos Machine Productions. Um, with uh, co-executive producer Robbie Thompson. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to be great. Here, okay, but here's the most shocking part for me. Um, in response to the news, there were congratulations from many, including Eric Kripke, who said, when Jensen Ackles told me the story, I loved it. He and Daniil and Robbie are the perfect people to make it. The other per- perfect person is too busy Texas Rangering. Uh, thanks for carrying the torch, guys. Go kick it in the ass. Proud of you. Okay, so here's why I don't trust anything Eric Kripke says, because he said that he enjoyed the Supernatural finale and that he approved it before it came out. So maybe Eric Kripke's busy with Amazon and just doesn't give a shit. Maybe he's like, God, I wish people could stop asking me about this show I made 15 years ago that I left after five seasons. It's been, you know, over a decade since I've worked on Supernatural. Maybe I'm kind of done with it. That's, that's, I, I think that I could go up to Eric Kripke at this point and be like, Eric, what do you think of my fanfic? And he would be like, "Amazing! You're absolutely the person to carry the torch." Yeah, the, um, he would the sign other, it for you. The other perfect people are busy working on the Winchester's prequel and Texas Rangering, but you, yeah. you are the perfect person to carry on the fanfic torch. Like, I, I think that's what would happen at this point. I feel so. like for Eric Kripke, Supernatural is like that girlfriend, kind of like the one that like got away from you, you know, and then ended up like. Uh, they themselves had like several bad relationships went from like abusive person to abusive person that really didn't understand or know them that well Yeah. and at this point Kripke just feels bad and like it's like uh, she used to love me a lot by Johnny Cash and at the end they just realize they're not good for each other anymore oh my god you're right you're absolutely fucking right do you guys want to get into season ten? This is an all this is an all supernatural episode of Super of Hey Ass, but yeah, all supernatural all the time, just like the season finale was. Woo! Woo. 
I guess we can start season 10. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? Black. Um, I can't. It's called Black because Dean's a demon now and he's got black eyes. That's Boom. it. Boom! Let's watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Just 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 Travis, can I can I give you some positivity right quick? Okay. I've watched the first seven episodes of this season. Oh okay. It, in my opinion, this is probably one of the worst ones. Okay, good. So far. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. But I did, like I said, I watched seven of these episodes. And I watched a few of them kind of back-to-back. I was doing other things while they were on, but I did, like, sit and watch a few of them. And it wasn't like watching a train crash. It was like, oh, this was better than I remember. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. me feel a little better. Um, I just feel like Supernatural just doesn't know how to start seasons well yeah they 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 had that the first one is kind of what a lot of tv shows should watch if they want to watch a good pilot and then they should probably watch the 14 other ones to know how not to do it (laughs) (laughs) but i think the like the pilot is good I think the opening to season two, it narratively makes sense. Yeah. Um, don't remember how season three started. I remember how season two ends, but I don't remember how season three started. So I remember season three started with basically like a bunch of demons showing up and shit. Yeah. I, I also have a memory of like a woman being like, I'm going to go out and put out the trash. And then like a, Storm of Demons crosses over. Honestly, I don't remember much about it either. Season four's opener, though. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm the one it's who gripped you five. tight and raised you from position. Oh, position. my God. Like, so good. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, season six onward. Yeah. And I I mean, I think part of that does have to do with the fact that Kripke had a five-season plan. Yeah, it's almost like when you don't go in knowing what your story is going to be, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, can I say this about Black? This yeah. episode that is titled Black, which definitely doesn't uh, make finding the episode difficult. Um, so, sometimes it takes a minute for me to realize I don't like the, an episode of Supernatural. Mm. Sometimes it takes a lot of minutes. Sometimes I don't even realize I really dislike the episode until I'm talking to y'all, you know? Yeah. yeah. I knew from minute zero (laughs) that I was going to hate what was happening on screen. And honestly, if this weren't the season opener, I don't think it would be so bad. 
Like, if this were just a middle season episode... Yeah, if if this was episode fine. three, maybe? Yeah. Y'all, the writers were handed... Not, I mean, not handed, but, like, they crafted a delicious situation. Dean being a demon has been something that's been kind of foreshadowed since season three. I say kind of because I don't think that was intentional. Like, I don't think they were, I don't think Eric Kripke was ever really going to make Dean a demon. I just thought that, like, they, he, they were playing up his fears. But then the show continued, and it's like, yeah, why not? We have this foreshadowing already in place. We've already been kind of going down this path. Like, let's make Dean a fucking demon. And they fucked it up! Yeah. <laughs> immediately! Immediately! Dean's first action that we see him do as a demon is karaoke! He's getting booed off stage at karaoke, which honestly has been something that I've been wanting to do to Dean for a long time. But still, what the hell, man? He's slumming around bars. He's depressed. He's a fucking demon and he's goddamn depressed. What are you doing, Carver? Have him do something demon-y. Are you crazy? Like, oh my God. I think Carver may have sat down and was like, I think it'd be way too obvious to have Dean do demonic shit. I think we should make Dean depressed because like sure he just killed like the biggest bad or two of the biggest bads really. Or like they're sort of dealt with. Yeah. Like what else can Dean do in his mind other than get drunk? Well, go to bars and think poorly so here's the thing every season since season four has set up what the next season's big bad will be right season Mm -hmm. five it's Mm -hmm. supernatural well okay not really season six because that's the show ending well kind of uh they kind of actually do the same thing because it's sam a little bit yeah or Cass? I don't know. Who the fuck knows who this season six big bad is? Eve. They set up Eve. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, you know, season six, they set up that the big bad is Cass, and then they transition from that into the Leviathan, because the Leviathan's like... No, no, actually, I take this back, because now I'm like, well, hold on, who was the big bad of season eight? Never mind. Not all the seasons since season four have set up who the big bad is. It's common for Supernatural season enders to set up who the big bad is, right? You got the yeah. Leviathans, you got Lucifer. Uh, I think I going into, yeah, going Anyways, into season eight and nine, we had Abaddon and Metatron. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. the point is, is that sometimes season enders, season finales will set up the big bad for the next season, or at least something that has to be dealt with. This season, it's Dean. Yeah. Like, he's the big bad. That's the thing. We're going to be dealing with Dean. He's the guy. And he's doing exactly what he always does? Nothing Nothing about what he does this episode is something that he wouldn't do as not a demon. The, yeah. only, the main difference is that he beats the shit out of a guy who he's not related to. Yeah. <laughs> like... Oh, he's misogynistic to a woman. Well, that's a fucking change. Like, what? What? Even Crowley's sick of his shit. God, I've never related to Crowley more. Except for when he yelled, they ate my Taylor. That was pretty funny. I don't have a Taylor, but if I did and he got eaten, I probably would be pretty peed about it. 
Also, can I just say I hated the little fake out opener that they did? Yeah. I hated the cold open. So we're on a close up of a woman's face. We have never seen this woman before. We have no idea who she is. I had to go to the wiki to find out that her name is Dar. Yeah, I only knew because I had captions on and it said like Dar colon yeah. says this. Um, and she's like, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe what I heard. But you're, you've got a darkness inside of you that blah, blah, blah. And then we, we cut to who has the darkness inside of them. And it's not Dean, it's Sam. And the audience is supposed to go, what? Not Dean, the demon? I'm so... And, um... That was the cold open. Yeah. It's like a, this old goddamn chestnut. Yeah. I, you know what I was really hoping for in that cold open? When Sam started, like, cutting her all up? Yeah. I really wanted him to start drinking her blood. Oh my god, yes! Yes! Demon blood like, Sam! I it's the ultimate showdown: Demon Blood Sam versus actual Demon Dean. Give me Boy oh, King of incredible. Hell, Boy King of Hell versus Mark of Cain Deed. I'm here for it. Like that's, um, that's fucking. That's the best. Like I've already made this season better. Yeah. <laughs> Immediately. That's some. That's some fucking evil Ryu versus Violent Ken shit, and I'm here for mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Can I tell you? Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and put a trigger warning on what I'm about to say, especially considering what just happened in texas so trigger warning trigger warning trigger warning here's my suggestion have dean do some actual demon shit and the demon shit i think he should do i think he should track down um amy pond's son and i think he should kill him who season seven amy who's named after like amy pond that Amy Pond? And, K- Amy Pond from Amy Doctor Pond? Who? No. <laughs> Amy Pond, the supernatural character. Do you remember? I her? don't remember this crossover. Oh my god, it's not a crossover. <laughs> so, season seven. So they made Super Hulak real? <laughs> yes. They <laughs> fucking character. tried. Okay. Season seven, episode like two, Sam has a Kitsune friend. Who's going around? Uh, I mean, it's supernatural, so she's really just a woman with weird eyes and glowing hands. But she's going yes, around, she's yes, stealing yes, the pituitary okay. glands of corpses, but now she's doing it to living people because her son, blah, blah, blah. And the episode ends with Dean being like, if I hear you doing anything, I'll come after you and I'll kill you. And that's non, that's normal Dean. That is normal, run of the mill Dean. He yep. threatens to kill a child. What I'm saying is, this season. He would actually fall out to that kid. He would, yes. And I think that that is something that is reprehensible. It is very demonic. It would be very difficult for Dean, the character, to come back from that. Possibly impossible. But we've also had characters come back from genocide. So who the fuck knows? You know, maybe maybe you can be redeemed of anything in the supernatural world. And I think that then the rest of the season is Demon Dean being horrified by his actions. Right? He kills a fucking kid. Yeah. And then, like, him trying to redeem himself of that. 
That's what I think. That's what I think the season should be. Like Dean's arc needs to be. He does something actually reprehensible, not just being like shitty, but you know, truly, truly evil. And then he has a "I am become death destroyer of worlds" moment. And then he fucking like spends the rest of the season being like, "Well, I need to become a better person, even though I'm a demon." And like we see yeah. that struggle. They're not going to do that because the supernatural writers are scared, I guess. I don't know. Not scared, but like. Pussies? Am I? Is that the word? I mean, yeah. 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 They're scared to have any real change to the status quo happen. I don't think that I'm spoiling a whole lot when I say that Dean is not going to be a demon for very long. He's only going to be a demon for five episodes. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The show does like, the writers can't have Demon Dean for so long, but why? I think he should be a demon for the rest of the show. Yeah, have yeah. some consequences. Yes. Make him the token evil teammate, or turned evil teammate. Or he doesn't even Turned have to be evil. evil. Like, just I like ha- that. Just have a demon who doesn't, who isn't completely evil, who like struggles with morality and shit. Yeah. Actually, do what the show kind of tried to do with Ruby before just having her be like, "No, actually, I am evil." Like, actually, yeah. do that with Dean. Yeah. What they're doing with Crowley, like, and then maybe we have a storyline where Sam, in an attempt to make him more human, forces demon blood on him, and that's super fucked yeah. up. So there's conflict there. And like maybe Sam finds Dean a cure starts for him. feeding Sam his own demon blood. Oh my god! Yes. First of all, <laughs> I've read that fanfic, but second of all, I'm into it. Also, make Sam a witch, give him powers again. But um, yeah, I think he should be a demon for the rest of the fucking show. That's not going to fucking happen. And instead, we get this little limp dick piece of shit, Dean, who's just kind of like shitty to people. But in a way that's barely different from how he's shitty to everyone else all the time. Yeah. Multiple occasions, he has beaten Sam to unconsciousness. Like, he sucker punches him in season three and lays him out. Or season two, something like that, very early on. Yeah. When he's barely gone through anything. Like, and then in... You know, season four ends with Sam and Dean beating the shit out of each other. Season six, Dean beats soulless Sam into unconsciousness while Sam asks him for help. Like, yeah, he beats the shit out of a guy in a parking lot. It's a big deal because he wouldn't stop. Oh, no. And it's like, really? This is what's shocking? We're so, this is so different from his modus operandi? What are you talking about? Oh, he killed a bunch of demons who were after him. Okay. Oh, he says something really shitty to a woman he slept with. And he's sleeping with her without, you know, getting feelings. What? This is your backstory. Like, Dean's thing since the beginning has always been about how he, like, is here to fuck around and find out. He doesn't do attachments. He's got commitment issues. Yeah. There's a season one episode that's about him running away from a woman he has actual genuine feelings for. 
in this episode, Crowley's like, the old Dean would have, you know, caught feelings and wanted to stay. What are you talking about, Crowley? What? <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. I just... I think you meant episode, a much older Dean. Yeah. Most of this episode, I'm realizing it's just me, like, kind of shitting on Dean. And welcome yeah. to the rest of season 10. I mean, I like, like... God, the dialogue in this episode just isn't great. Mm-mm. Oh, one Like, of straight the- up, that that scene with uh, Dean and uh, what's-her-face, I don't think we even learned her name. It's Anne-Marie, which I know from looking at the wiki, because I truly okay. don't remember it coming up in the episode. Um, oh, it does because Crowley is like he forgets her name, but then she oh, corrects right. him yes, and calls yes. him a jackass. That was one of the uh, that was one of the uh, moments that I actually liked. Crowley, Crowley, this episode is our saving grace. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the conversation between Dean and Marianne before she like walks out. Was uh, it was very like soap opera? Oh, so here are the lines, and they don't have the worst one in that conversation because Anne Marie, this poor actress, is giving a line of dialogue that's so fucking terrible. I she she delivers it the best she can, but it doesn't even follow the rules of the English language. She okay, so the conversation starts. So basically, Dean is super drunk, and. Um, Anne Marie is like, he's like, hey, you want to get out of here? And Anne Marie's like, we're already here. Like, what? We're here together. And Dean's like, no, let's just run away or whatever. And Anne Marie says, I wait tables at a roadhouse. I meet the bad guys. I meet the good guys. And maybe for a second there, I thought you were a good guy playing bad. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Maybe you're just. And Dean says, the kind of guy who sleeps with every skank in every small town died that he passes through. Well, you really do know how to read people because that sure as hell sounds like me. And then Anne Marie stands there for a minute and she says, and I'm going to try to find this line of dialogue so that I can repeat it verbatim because it's fucking insane. I'm not going to be able to find it because it's so bad. It's like not been recorded. Yeah. They're trying to, trying to forget about that one. Yeah. Oh, also Crowley and Dean do the whole bitch jerk thing, which they haven't done in so long. And I'm just like, I know Sam's thing. I I mean, I, that was definitely the point of that. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I'm not going to be able to find it, but the line is basically like, I'm the kind of girl who believes that I would have deserved that. And then she walks out of the room and it's like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah, no, that's exactly it. You got, got him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, I also feel like uh, Jared's performance is, I think we've said before, Jared's performances are usually as good as the directing is. He's as good as the dialogue he gets, and yeah, oh yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, and yeah, it's just mm. like that scene when Bobby's dying and Jared's and uh, Padalecki, or not Padalecki, but <laughs> Sam's like, "Hey, remember that time we uh, split a two for ten at Applebee's? <sighs> I'll miss you." <laughs> yeah, I just oh my god, Jared, I'm so sorry. 
I'm so sorry, Jared. Okay. I love you, like, 95% of the time. I don't think you're, like, terrible. I just... I think sometimes you're given lines of dialogue so bad they baffle the mind. Yeah, Uh, fuck. So... Yeah. Bless Sam. What's Sam doing? He's trying to find Dean. Yeah, he's trying to find Dean. And then... He finally gets on the trail of Dean. Yeah. He gets kidnapped. And then he gets kidnapped. By a character we've never seen before. Yeah, I was very confused about this. See, I was trying to remember, like, I the scene where, like, Dean has just killed this kid's dad. I'm... Or, like, the dad dies somehow. I... <laughs> sort of remember us talking about that in an episode but it no, may just be my character yet well, well like the kid in the scene is like six his kid his child yeah the the because he's saying that dean kills his dad and he's like six years old or some shit because dean says like i think you're thinking of a later episode because that is not this episode See, no, oh, no, the, this is this episode because I just watched this episode earlier. Because, so, like, like, Dean, like, walks out of some room, like, standing over the kid. No. No. There's no. Okay, maybe it is the next episode. Yeah, but I there's, think there's it is no the Dean next and, episode. There's no Dean and kids in this episode. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler, yes, Cole is after Dean because Dean killed Cole's father. So he kidnaps Sam. To get Dean. To get to mm-hmm. Dean. Yeah. And when we see him, he's like muscling up. Oh, he's a Marine. Is that what it is? Or is his dad a Marine? He, he's ex-military. And um, he has a lot of guns. He certainly does. Yep. And they're very shiny guns. Yeah. Like, inexplicably shiny. Yep. Yeah. And we've never, never seen him. Um, and the actor is actually older than Jensen Ackles, but he's supposed to be playing a lot younger. Yeah, there's a lot about this I actor mean, and character looks, I don't like. He looks fairly youthful. Yeah. But, I don't know. I, I He doesn't... Next episode, we see a flashback. He does... I don't buy him as young as... Partly because, you know, Jensen Ackles, who at this point is, I'm pretty sure, in his 40s when he's, like, doing this season. um, Yeah. Is just, you know, not young Dean. He's regular-ass Jensen Ackles. So, yeah, yeah, I don't buy he's as young as he, as they, like, try to pass him off as. Also... He just kind of felt like he came out of nowhere. I don't know. I really would have appreciated this happening again later in the season and not for yeah, a season see, opener. Where I got confused was I thought... Um, so the, the way that Sam find, like gets on Dean's trail is that he's able to pick up on a murder that was... That when he goes to like investigate it, he finds out was caused by Dean, which was technically a demon attacking him and, and Dean like killed that demon but yeah here's something that annoyed the shit out of me the guy who sam's talk sam talks to the like deputy or whatever is like well he came down here for nothing because it turns out it might have been self-defense yeah as if 
you still need to talk to the other person in cases like that. Yeah. Like, he still murdered the dude. That it's not yeah. Self-defense is not a get-out-of-jail-free card for everything. I mean, it is for a lot of things, but there still needs to be a trial. They still need to be questioned. Yeah. Like, you gotta make sure that it's fucking self-defense. Yeah. Dean's not using a gun. He uses a weird knife. Yeah. <laughs> Made of bones. Like, mm. you can't just... Yeah. He can't, they can't just let him go. They still have to fucking find him. So what I'm thinking is... Because Cole gets, you know, a fax of this picture of Dean. Mm. And so I'm kind of thinking that that deputy is like, oh, don't worry about it because my buddy Cole's going to take care of it. But I also feel like maybe it never comes up again. Well, yeah, no, that that deputy said that it was just getting sent around to everybody. Oh, okay. So whoever, like someone who's in the know about Cole's mission mm-hmm. was like, hey, here is the most recent news about Dean. Yeah. And this- what I, wh- where I got confused was I thought the dude that Dean killed was related to Cole. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he starts talking about like, I've been after him for a long time, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He killed your friend, like, a day ago. Yeah, like two seconds ago, dude. Um, So, what's confusing to me about Cole is that this is not Dean... Okay, so, again, spoiler alert, Dean killed Cole's dad in 2003, so right before the show begins, while Sam is away at Stanford, right? That's why Sam, like, doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um... What doesn't make any sense to me is that Dean's kind of been in the news a lot. He's been accused of multiple mass murders. Uh, He was accused of being a serial killer in season one. There have been plenty. And I know all of those ended with him faking his death. But there have been plenty of opportunities for Cole to be like, oh, you know, he faked his death the first time. Maybe he did it the second time, too. I should probably track this dude down and, like, try to like they've had the law after them. But Cole's mm. never been able to find them. They've been on the news multiple times. Yeah. They were hunted I by mean, the FBI in seasons like two and three. I mean, maybe he was busy in Afghanistan or something. See, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I, maybe I, he's doing, like, because he says he does two tours. This is Future Vision. I don't know when it happens, but fuck it. Uh, that's so. probably it, but that makes me think that. So what I hear when I say that is not necessarily, or what I'm hearing is not necessarily like this character was written to be a Marine and he just did, like, they built this character thinking about the issues they would have introducing him, right? The plot holes they would have. Why was he doing two tours in Afghanistan? Well, it's because he had to, because otherwise it doesn't make any fucking sense for him not to have shown up before. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can buy that this dude is ex-military, and that's why he has a shit ton of guns. I cannot buy that working for the fucking military, he wouldn't have heard of Dean before. You know? I mean, maybe he couldn't get away, but... Like, they do have off-duty time. They are allowed to come back to the States. We don't just send them over to Iraq and Afghanistan and we're like, Well, you're stuck. Like, You're here there forever. Yeah. It, it Again, it feels like they 
knew they were going to have a problem. Well, why wasn't Cole here before? Oh, well, we have a reason for it. Unless here's the character we're building from the ground up, you know? Um, and I feel like that's because he doesn't. He was written in for this pilot episode. Yeah. You know, he didn't exist before. He wasn't planned. And... I feel like maybe he wasn't necessary. Like, why have him here? There's no... I mean, it doesn't change Dean's mind. Dean's not going to go save Sam. Yeah. Also, to go back to the Amy Pond thing, didn't Dean spare that kid or did he kill the kid? No, he spared, no, he spared him and then see, was like, if I ever see you again, I'll kill him or whatever. Or wouldn't I it have been you, better to, to use that kid now instead of Cole? Oh my yeah, God. that's what Arby was that's, saying earlier. You're right, Ben. <laughs> you're right. Holy shit. Yes. Okay, so I'm reacting like this because, like, I'm not being sarcastic. Like, you're actually fucking right about this. Hey, sometimes I'm right. No, that came out really wrong. What basically what I'm saying is is that yeah, they already had written in a character who years later might want to get revenge on somebody. I mean, it's only been like like four years so he's like you know in his late teens or whatever but still like that would be so much better instead of having this dude show up out of nowhere we have instead a child who's like i'm gonna come after you but i have to wait until i can you know actually fucking kill you yeah and then also we have dean kill that kid and he's like oh fuck i just killed a minor Then we do my thing. <laughs> Just this episode is so frustrating. So we haven't really talked about Cass yet, and that is because I hated every minute of his storyline and feel like it, it was, was only written in because it was uh, the premiere. And if this had been a mid-season episode, they would have been like, "Well, we just won't have Misha this week." It yeah. was like pulling teeth because it was. Uh, it was like. Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was Tell us like, how you really feel, buddy. <laughs> it was just sidestepping Cass trying to explain free will to another angel. Like, Cass down for free will. Yeah. This uh, Hannah not down for free will. They find two other angels that are down for free will. And I think there should have been a little more conflict there. I think Cass definitely should have spoken up and said, Hey, I know what Daniel is about. Yeah. And we should just leave him the fuck alone. Yeah. And I think that's where the conflict should have come from. Well, so... Daniel and this other angel, Adina, they have done a no-no because they murdered another angel who was also sent after them to, you know, bring them back. So everyone else went up to heaven. These two were like, no, we're going to stay here. Um, they were sent after, and, and this angel was sent after them, and then they killed the angel when he, like, wouldn't take no for an answer. I'm fine with that. Like, I do not care. 
because Cass has killed so many angels at this point in the show who were also going after him because of his free will. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't really give a shit if Cat, like, if these two also did that to protect their way of life. We've never seen this angel before. I don't even think we get his name. Like, I could not care less about him. I do not care about the angel struggles anymore. Honestly, I kind of wish they had just not shown up this episode. Yeah. Just have Cass go with Sam to hunt down Dean, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that not the logical solution? Is that not what Cass would have done? Yeah, I mean, I don't even know why Cass is out and about because he's obviously one. The one thing I did agree with mm-hmm. is that Cass is like really feeling that stolen grace, yeah. and it's like really tearing him up. And I I liked that because at first I was like, why is he? Why is he? Does did Cass get COVID? <laughs> Um, yeah, he's, he's just like coughing a lot, uh, and I was like, "Oh, it's his stolen grace." Um, yeah, I think that was that was the only good part of Cass's whole situation. Yes, was that we see that he is still feeling the effects of his grace wearing off. So I agree, and I am absolutely here for that. But here's my suggestion, and here's why. So at this point in the story, we find out about midway through the episode, Sam does not know that Dean is a demon. Sam believes that Dean is dead and that Crowley is having a demon possess Dean, totally desecrating his body, has stolen his corpse, and done something that Dean absolutely would not be okay with. Cass, logically also believes that Dean is dead. One of his best fucking friends. He should be tearing up Earth to try to find this demon that is masquerading in one of his best, in his best friend's corpse. Yeah. But instead he's like, I gotta take a sick day and Sam's upset with me because I dislocated his shoulder. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense unless Cass knows that Dean is not dead, in which case, he's an asshole for not telling Sam. But also, it doesn't make sense if he knows that Dean isn't dead and isn't demon, because Cash should be like, what the fuck, I gotta go track down Dean and make him not a demon anymore. Yeah. This Instead, they wasted on this stupid plot with Hannah, and it's just like, guys, we're done with heaven. I would much rather live in a world where, like, Every, all the angels get their shit together. They elect a government that, you know, doesn't screw them over every five seconds. And they, like, work on their shit in private. And Cass is allowed to dick around on Earth with whoever other angel wants to, as long as they're not hurting anybody. And then Cass is like, I go track down my best friend, Dean. <laughs> yeah. Now, I personally think that Dean is a dick to Cass and that Cass should not be as loyal to him as he is, but this is where the show's at. This is what they say their relationship is. He should probably fucking act like it then. Instead, he treats Dean's corpses, his body's disappearance as if it's a fucking inconvenience. 
Because he got sick around the same time. But he can drop everything so that he can go help Anna with shit. <sighs> why? That's my thing, is like, why though? This plotline really doesn't add anything, and if I remember, honestly, angels aren't really a big deal this season. Yeah, I... I feel like it's just a byproduct of, well, we have to wrap up the thing episodes after it was actually supposed to be done. I, you know what? I have another theory. I What's think theory? they wanted to cut down on the Destiel shit. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It has not escaped my notice that Hannah is a woman. <laughs> had to get had to get Misha on screen with an actual woman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who ships who now? Just kidding. No 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 one fucking ships Hannah and Cass. No one. I don't think ever. It- Anyone ships Hannah with anybody. Yeah, I really don't think so. I think she just... Are, oh, are we going to keep seeing Hannah? Um, Not for much longer. Okay, I don't good. think. Honestly, I don't like hate her character or anything. I just think that they're misusing her. Like she, it, it, Why is she so anti, you know, these two angels doing whatever the fuck they want? Like, just let them live on Earth. They're not hurting anybody. Live out in the woods away from civilization. Yeah, her whole thing is that she is just like, oh, but they're not doing what angels usually do. Okay, so fucking what? Neither is Cass. Hey. And you're friends with him. Uh, Angels doing what they usually do is how we got into this fucking mess. She has a line in the episode about how chaos breeds angels like Naomi. Um, no. No, no. What? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Naomi is specifically there to tamp down on behavior like Cass and Daniel and Adina. Mm -hmm. Like... To say that chaos breeds angels like Naomi is like saying that, oh God, I can't think of a fucking metaphor because it makes me so upset. Naomi does not exist because there was a problem, like a real problem. Naomi existed because there were angels who were like, hey, maybe I shouldn't get abused for not doing what I was told all the time. Mm-hmm. So she basically exists as, like, to force everybody into conforming. That's not fucking coming from chaos. I'll give her Metatron, maybe? But I don't think more rules will help tamp down on, like, another Metatron. Yeah. It's just going ge- like, to lead to more angel deaths, which is the, what, the opposite of what she says she wants. It's so dumb. I just, yeah, I don't know. I like the actress. I think the character's fine. I mean, I don't think she really adds anything. I just don't think she's, like, terrible either. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk real quick about Crowley. Okay. And what they did to him. Um, What did they do to him? uh, They made him make me sad. (laughs) I felt sad hearing him. So Crowley has gotten 
Crowley is definitely experiencing a be careful what you wish for situation right now mm-hmm. because he's gotten Dean as a demon and it turns out Dean is just sad and wants to hang around bars and get drunk and, you know, like fuck around. And Dean's like, and Crowley's like, um, we should get back to work. But he's not willing to admit that at the moment. Like, Sam yeah. and him have a conversation, and Crowley's like, uh, Dean's my best fucking friend. He's having the time of his life, and you're just jealous, Sam. And that conversation made me incredibly sad, because I was like, Crowley, how far have you fallen? Yeah. Like, oh, baby. I mean, he did fall from, what, Scotland to uh, hell? Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of far. Still. <laughs> Makes me sad. What do y'all think? about Crowley in this season uh, 10 opener. I, I mean, I was just... I was unsure of his motivations. Yeah. It feels... Like, like what? Y- uh, you go. You go. <laughs> uh, it, it feels like he's trying super fucking hard to uh, be like, hey, we're totally having a great time. Everything's fine. Honestly, I've got I, Dean under control. I think he's just lonely. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're gonna say, Travis? Um, no, I, I'm still like I don't know. It, it was just like, what is what is he trying to do? Like he's trying to keep he's trying to keep Dean from going full demon by like feeding the Mark of Cain. Is that what the situation is? No, that's what it seems like. So Dean is a demon. That was a bit of confusing dialogue. Dean is a demon. Currently, right now, he is a demon. He cannot go any more demon. But Crowley says that he wants to keep Dean sharp, and that's why he's feeding him demons. And is like, I guess, kind of worried that he'll go off the deep end if he doesn't have people to kill. So these demons are coming after Dean, and they're all like, we want, we love Abaddon, like, Fuck you, Dean, for killing her. I can't believe that happened. And then we find out midway through the season because Sam somehow figures this out. Oh, it's because he has a cell phone. Sam finds the yeah. cell phone of a demon, and I guess that information was on there. So Sam and it calls goes to Crowley. Yeah, yeah. It go, it, he calls it and it goes to Crowley. And Sam is like, "Hey, I know you've been sending demons after Dean. Do you think he knows that?" And and Crowley's like, nah, "Fuck you, Sam." Um, and then Crowley tells Dean because. Dean and Crowley are BFFs now, and uh, Crowley is not concerned about Dean killing him. And Dean's like, what's the problem? You worried I'll become a demon? But that line is sarcastic. Dean is already a demon. Mm-hmm. So he's like, what's what's the issue? You're worried the worst thing that can happen that already happened will happen? At least I think. That's how I read it. But... Maybe they're going to pull some bullshit out where it's like, oh, he's actually not a demon. Hmm. Or he's not full. He's only mostly a demon. Like how uh, Wesley was only mostly dead. Me me and uh, Travis are silently staring at each other and Travis doesn't know why. Why am I silent? Wait. <laughs> I want to silently stare at something. Am I, am I wrong right? Am I right wrong? I'm not saying shit. No! 
Yeah, I've yeah. honestly. So this episode just in general, this episode confused and upset me. Oh, I have okay. Some minor points. One, Hannah gets beamed across the head with the rock, and this injures her for some reason. When remember when angels basically had no, like you, Dean tries to punch. Uh, Cass and hurts his hand. Remember when that used to be the thing? Yeah. I mean, I guess you could say it's an angel braining another angel with a rock, so they have the angel strength behind the rock. I guess I don't know. I I thought it was lame. Yeah, it was. Don't get me wrong; it absolutely was. Yeah, I mean, angels have an AC of what twenty <laughs> four. Oh my god! Um, probably higher than that. It's probably like 32. Mm. 45. Fucking high. Yeah, fucking high as shit. Um, oh, okay. And then, also, at the end of the episode, Cole calls Dean and is like, I have your brother. And you should come get him or else I'm going to slit his throat. And Dean's like, uh, no, I won't do that, but I will hunt you down and kill you if you hurt Sam. But I will let Sam die because I'm a demon now. And then Dean says, Cole's like, yeah, that's going to be really helpful. And Dean's like, well, you can ask Sam. I'm a man of my word. And I was like, are you though, Dean? I cannot remember a single time in recent memory where you've made a promise and kept it. And I can remember many times where you've made a promise and then purposely broke that promise. Yeah. Like, I just don't think Dean's that, you know, I don't think he honors his word all that often. I mean, am I wrong? I will say Dean's lost his armor. I mean, his honor. (laughs) (laughs) I was, looking at, I was looking at the armor class oh of Celestial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the armor I, class of Celestials? Uh, I found one that, with 27. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah it's pretty big. Uh, I will say, to quote Ari, Dean has been hinted at being a demon since like season three, right? And what do we know about demons? They always they lie. lie. Always tell the <laughs> truth when the plot is important yeah, enough. Boom, they always tell go. the truth when a character, <laughs> when two human characters have been lying to each other, and they, that needs to be revealed. Yeah. Oh. But then the rest of the time, they're liars. Yeah. Hey, I heard you did this unforgivable thing. Yeah, well, demons lie, Sam. Have you thought about that? No, I haven't, actually, because they don't all the time. What? <laughs> when yeah. Crowley tells Dean, this is another moment that I was like, thank you, Mark Shepard. Thank you for giving me a life raft in a sea of <laughs> shit. Thank you yeah. for giving me the fucking floaty wings to keep my head above water. So Dean's like, so Crowley, you betrayed me? And Crowley was like, have you met me? I, that is my thing. That is my jam. Honestly, if I tell you something and then later you find out that's a lie and you're upset about it, that's on you. Oh, the other guy who I was like, thank you, dude, was Mickey, who's this gas station worker. 
Oh, yeah. So, like, Dean kills a demon in a gas station, and that's how, like, Sam finds him, and Mickey's there, and Sam's like, you didn't ask him anything else after he murdered that guy in front of you? And Mickey's like, no. Because I didn't want to die, dude. Yeah. The the line is, so some guy comes in, kills another guy in your store on your watch. What's he supposed to do, Sam? Stop him? This is like a 15-year-old. He does ask, what the fuck are we supposed to do, a goddamn field interview? Yes, he said, you mean when poor guy was stabbing the other guy to death 10 feet in front of me, and I was having a total cold brown brown moment in my favorite freaking pants because I thought I was next? Did I conduct a field interview? No. Thank you, actor who plays Mickey, because that was another bright moment in a sea of shit. Who is that? Uh, Zachary Golka. Let's see what else he's been in. Oh, he's most known for Supernatural. So Nice. Otherwise, he's played Arthur Wilde in Benchwarmers 2, Jesse in Ghost Wars, um, <laughs> and Security Guard in The Flash. Oh, hell. I want to know what Ghost Wars is about. Well, you see, it's like Star Wars, but ghosts. But ghosts. A remote yeah. Alaskan town has been overrun by paranormal forces. Local outcast Roman Mercer must overcome the town's prejudices and his own personal demons if he is to harness his repressed psychic powers and save everybody. If this Roman guy is not fucking gay, then what is the goddamn point? What's the point? What? Hmm. what is the point? What is the fucking point? So, any anything else before we get into reviews of this episode? I think that's all I got. Yeah. yeah. Confusing and upsetting. Yeah. yeah. Eight out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I hated it from start to finish. There were a couple of moments that I didn't hate as much. Eight out of ten. Uh, what about you, Ben? You got anything? Nope. I feel like this was the worst season season opener that they could have done for this fucking season. Yeah. Yeah, and I think, like I said earlier, this episode felt like it should have been like an episode three situation. Yeah. Yeah. Also, again, I know, I mean, everybody knows. I'm pretty sure people knew in 2014. Like, Dean got revealed to be a demon. I think I knew in 2014. I think I knew that I heard that Dean was going to be a demon. And then I knew that basically there was going to be nothing. Like, he would be a demon for two episodes and then it would be done, right? Yeah. I wish they had had the balls to make him a demon for the rest of the show. Think about how awesome that would have been. God, the shenanigans that they could have gotten into. Oh, my God. Fuck. And at least we would have had an explanation for the rest of Dean's asshole's behavior. I know he's a demon now and he was dealing with the mark of Cain. But what about what happens after he gets, you know, rid of that shit? Yeah. It's not going to. Anyways. Okay. So here are some low reviews that are actually rated pretty fucking low. Um, so many storylines, none of which makes sense, all rushed. And this came out yeah. in 2014. 
Nice. Am I watching the whole season in one episode? Because there's Dean and Crowley's story, then there's Sam's, then there's Cass, then there's Cass and uh, Hazel's. Hazel? (laughs) Jesus. You didn't even get it right. (laughs) Then there's Crowley and Sam, then there's Dean and this chick, Sam and Dean, Cass and Heaven, this guy with the kill switch, and God knows who else they'll fit next week. And by the way, the plot holes with Castiel's story could cause an oil spill. Wanted suspense about Sam finding out about his brother? Nope, gonna rush it. Yeah, uh, Crowley tells Sam that Dean's a demon, and he reacts to this as if Crowley had just been like, oh, I also hotboxed your car. Sorry, dude. Um, Wanted Demon to either still be himself or like a real demon? Eh, you get this shitty mix of the two. Wanted good editing? Lol, here's switching between one close-up to the next cutting way too early. Oh, God, yes. Oh, Ben, you texted us about that. Yeah, yeah. the editing in this episode was such trash. Sorry. Yes, Ben texted us earlier. Uh, what did you say? Oh, I said that I feel like sometimes Supernatural just uses way too far close-ups to hide that they're using the same settings over and over again. There are so many close-ups in this episode. I could have... Like given a gentle kiss to every character that shows on I, screen. I feel like I was checking Cole for brain cancer. Yeah, for real. Yeah, for real. I was this. Those scenes were shot inside of his pores. They also there were so many scenes that were shortened. And okay, so I read about this a while ago, um, and I think we brought it up. Basically, like. There was an article that came out that was like, hey, uh, Netflix cuts out some some stuff of Supernatural. And I was like, oh, shit, is that what's happening here? Like, was that actually true? But no, I think it was the show shitty. Like, I think the show just did this. I don't think it's Netflix. I think it's the original episode. Um, so even if it wasn't the original episode, that's the way it is now. Yeah. And that's the way that everyone who is going to experience supernatural is going to experience supernatural. Right. I feel the same way about people who complain about the music changes and scrubs. Now that it's on streaming versus the DVDs, like, sorry, that's just the way it is now. Yeah. It's fine. It's still fine. Yeah. Uh, where's the suspense? I miss when things played out instead of just lumped in. Two seasons ago, this was my favorite show. Last season, and already this episode is killing it for me. It's really disappointing. Two out of ten. That's fair. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I agree with that. I can dig it. Um, here's another low one. Really didn't deliver for me. Confused time gap opening. I felt like I had missed the first ten minutes of the show. Gratuitous torture and violence. Silly sex scene rushed. Dialogue clunky. A few good Crowley lines, as usual. Dean Munn. Not what I expected. Instead of evil scary demon as hyped, we got a sexed up frat boy on spring break. Overall slow moving and very uneven. Hannah character portrayed well by actress Erica Hall. However, character POV is confused. Over-the-top acting by Jared suffered most from clunky dialogue. Backstory of Cole's character missing. No wow factor. Two out of ten. Yeah, there was no wow factor. Yeah. As Other than, wow, this is bad. And also, I will say... I don't know that I hate Cole's backstory not being in the episode, because, like, obviously they're going to introduce it later. That's why they had him be so cagey. But 
maybe it would have been less confusing if they had just if he had just said what he was about. Then yeah. Travis wouldn't have spent ten minutes being like, "Who the hell is this? Have we seen him before?" Yeah, who's this uncouth fuck? Yeah. Um. All right, let's do a positive. Let's do a positive one. Here's one: the darker side of Dean unveiled. As usual, Supernatural delivered its fans a mind-blowing first episode in its 10th season run. The darker part of Dean, which was a puzzle for almost nine seasons, was directly exposed in the season 10's premiere. Dean the Demon says it all by just staring at the CCTV while Sam Winchester watching it like a normal person who just got scared watching a demon. And for him, it's not his brother anymore. Dean is a demon and Sam is a hunter, and both of them are doing what their primal instinct is asking them to do. I'm so sorry person who wrote this review i'm sure you're very nice this time it's dean who's in the dark side is to be saved by sam winchester and let's see how far he's ready to go to save his brother even though dean seems to care less about sam 10 out of 10 nice yeah darker side of dean huh Yep, yep, definitely that. Yeah. Oof. Oh, really fucking dark. Yeah. Uh, maybe they maybe that was their first episode. Maybe they only watched season premieres. All right. Uh, here's one titled "Meh." Well, Sam and Cass's stories were lame. Dean and Crowley's, however, were awesome. Dean singing karaoke hammered, amazing. Foosball game intensity? Great. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. There's a game of foosball that Crowley keeps interrupting. And I was just like, I can't believe that I live in a world where, like, I'm watching an episode of television about hunting demons. And one of the lead characters as a demon is playing foosball. I just, I can't. I can't. Um bromance i can dig it i hope dean is the big bad guy of the season but i know there is no way his demon dom will last that long i was hoping this episode would be about sam being a crazy person hardly mentioned dean at all the talk with the gas station cashier was awesome but odd at the same time that guy was pretty good for just being in that one part i really hope Cass gets his stuff together because the coughing was irritating as heck in this one also i like the cover they had to do for sam because of his wrestling debacle oh yeah we need to talk about that the new guy hunting dean is pretty all right and i can't wait for him to catch him eight out of ten yeah all right i want to end this episode on a kind of humorous note are you ready Yeah. yeah so you will notice that sam was in a sling, right? And they didn't really explain it. Was this after Jared it. had gotten into a bar fight? No, this was before that. Okay. So uh, he was in a sling, and they barely explain it. Basically, Cass has a throwaway line about how Sam can't be mad at him for getting his arm dislocated, his shoulder dislocated. And Sam's like, I'm not upset at you about that. Here's the reason why they had to write that in. Are you ready? Yes. Are you excited to learn why? I'm very curious. I feel like, can you give me a Yahoo? Well, no. Uh, yep. Okay. 
<laughs> Jared Padalecki was wearing the sling due to an injury he received on the set when he was goofing around with a co-star, according to Screen Rant. He was well known for being the goofball on set, and his co-star says that he, say that he loved to play pranks on them. He was messing around with Osric Chow, who played Kevin, when he dislocated his shoulder. The show's creators didn't think it was necessary to wait for him to heal, so they kept filming with the sling. They assumed fans would write it off as an injury that Sam received in battle, and that's exactly what they did. So didn't they do that shit when he like hurt his arm in season three or two? Yes. Yeah. Like he had a cast on at some point. Yep. He was like, all right, Evan Hansen, let's fucking go. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, every time Sam is like injured, Jared's injured. They're just like, yeah, he lives a dangerous life. Bah, whatever. Um, which I find hilarious. Also, I think it's funny that it's just like. Osric did this. Like, I, I, I think funny. that's great. <laughs> this this brings me back to that uh, time Misha was like, oh, yeah, we probably cost the WB millions of dollars of overtime. Yep. <laughs> I like to believe that Jared, like, snuck up on him and Osric just fucking, like, gave like, him the chair. Like, just went at it. Yeah, yeah. just fucking <laughs> took him down. <laughs> that's. That's what I choose to believe happened. <laughs> All right. Any final comments, questions, hopes, concerns, wishes, dreams, unrealities, re-realities? Mm, no. Here's here's a oh no, here's a re-reality. Let's redo reality where I don't have to watch this episode. Zing. Boom. Bazinga. Zabobble. Sam Boney. Lil Sheldon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, Travis, the next episode is called Reichenbach. Wonder how they're going to earn that reference. Wow. Also, they really are doing Super Hulak. What? Do you know what Reichenbach is? No. So they're the falls that Sherlock Holmes died at. Oh. So in the Sherlock Holmes books, he like fights Moriarty on the Reichenbach Falls, and then they both go over and they both die until like ten, ten years later when Arthur Conan Doyle brings Sherlock back because fan demand was so high. And you nice. know, around this time when Sherlock was happening, the BBC show, there was an episode called Reichenbach that you know. Oh, Had okay. Die. Mm. Right, yeah, die, quote unquote. Yeah. Um Yeah, so Reichenbach. Ooh, it, basing it on the knowledge that you've just bestowed upon me. Yes. Demon Dean is gonna die and he won't be a demon anymore. He'll just be regular Dean. Uh can I give my prediction? Yeah. Sam and Dean have a fight over some waterfalls, and they both fall to their deaths, and then the show ends. Ah, yes. That's, that is <laughs> the best case scenario. Yep, and then we're done. And then we're good. <sighs> ben, any predictions? You know what? I'm going to predict that we don't hate this season as much as we think we will. Oh. Ooh, 
darker. Way to stay positive, Ben. Yeah. Mm. I I will say I don't want season ten to be bad, and I don't want to hate every episode. Um, does this season have like the majority of the lower rated episodes? Yes, but you know, I hope there's some good shit in here. There is some good stuff in season 10. One of my favorite characters in the series gets introduced this season. Okay. Yeah. Give me their first name. Uh, Claire. Okay. No, I'm kidding. It's not Claire. All right. It's Rowena. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She yep. is the best. Also, she is very hot. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, Travis, get excited about getting these references. Yeah, get excited oh, about yeah. Rowena. She's she's legitimately amazing, and she should. The show should be about her. Also, she should have had a spinoff series. Yeah. Also, I ship her and Sam. Okay, well, uh, I think that's where we're gonna wrap it up. This is our season ten premiere. I hope it gets better from here. I did not mean to rhyme. <laughs> yeah, that was a good rhyme. Um, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. If you want to hear more from us, check out our uh, socials at Habcast on Twitter and Instagram and Hey Aspen is Supernatural Podcast on Facebook. We have also got a Patreon where for $1 a month you can join our Discord where we have a lot of fun. Or for $3 you can watch um, or you can listen to the other show we do, Let's Shag Ass, the show where we watch things that have supernatural actors in them that are not supernatural. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, have fun. And don't die. Bye.